You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. NFL free agency causing more drama than the WWE. We'll talk about this and more on the most valuable podcast, MVP. Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No. The game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, football, football. Tennis. Hockey. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. This is the most valuable podcast, MVP. Sitting to my left, I got Joe. He's back after a long vacation. How's it going? I'm doing okay. You caught me mid sip. Sorry, that's okay, man. <laughs> it's hey, okay. How's uh, how's the moving thing going? It's going. Yeah. It's going. Like right now, I'm doing that thing where you go in your closet and like you get into like the deep darkest reaches of the closet and you like see stuff that you haven't seen in like a year and a half. And then you spend 30 minutes looking at it. You're like, man, I remember this. Yeah, I remember this. Geez. And then you start going, I wonder if someone will buy it because <laughs> I don't want to move it. Hell yes. Yeah. Yes. And so like I've just now put like a bunch of stuff like I'm on Facebook. I'm like, I know a bunch of nerds like me. Maybe they'll want it before I have to go list it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I yeah. know that stage. I'm very familiar with that actually. <laughs> yes. So that's exactly. Exactly what I'm doing. Well, good, good. Uh, I'm glad that's going good. Of I course, used to do that with jerseys. Like I'd go to the back of my closet, like, why do I have this? <laughs> e- eBay, you go. Uh, no kidding, man. And of course, that was the voice of like, the wonderful Danny Terry Nichols. Tate, office linebacker. Why do I have this? <laughs> and Danny, you've got the fantastic news of the week, isn't that right? I did. I what? Oh, just stumbled over my tongue out of excitement <laughs> that I'm engaged now. There it is. Congratulations yeah! to Danny. So with that, uh, yeah, no, that's cool. Clapping is good. Clapping is good. That's good. That that was millions of people clapping. Obviously, do in that. The, in do the that form in post. Of and Shaw. <laughs> we'll, we'll add that in. Do that in post. <laughs> Just keep duplicating it over and over again. Um, so anyway, uh, feel free to tweet your congratulations to Danny at Center Stage. And the DS. hearts of millions of women breaking all at once. <laughs> the hearts of four fat women breaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Daddy Nichols is off the market, ladies. Oh, man. <laughs> and gentlemen. And, and gentlemen, gentlemen. And gentlemen, because I'm sure there was <clears throat> some party yeah, affiliated I was never guy. interested yeah. in you, but sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was not a thing for us, but, you know, I just want to let you know I'm apologizing in advance. So, yeah, he's over at Center Stage DS. Next, uh, Joe is at Next Wave Joe. The show is at MVP Next Wave, and I'm at Next Wave MLB. Thanks for joining us today. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of a slow-ish sports week, but there was kind of the one big thing that happened for the off season. We're talking about NFL free agency. Yeah, there seemed to be one day where everything <clears throat> blew up. Yeah, and I, I don't, I can't remember if it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday, I think but it was Tuesday. But yeah. wasn't it, wasn't it like where Wednesday was when all the moves could start being official? Yeah. But all of the drama and all of the action started before then. It's got to be the only free agency period in all the major sports where. The rules are you can't talk to this person before this time, but everyone does it anyway, and nobody gives a damn but about then, it. Then they gave them this year permission <clears throat> to do that, and they're still dropping fines on them. Yeah, exactly. So it's it, again, we 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 harped on this for so so long. The NFL's structure and the I guess the higher ups in that organization are just so far out of touch with themselves. Uh, it. It causes not not necessarily confusion. It's a lot of fun to watch for us to that, that talk about it. It's fun um, to criticize. That's oh for yeah, sure. definitely. But it, it it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The hypocrisy makes, in the NFL. Uh, it's never made sense to delay free agency for me. Yeah, like it's just like the season's over. Like, why make these guys wait to go find a job? You know, right? I mean, at least in in baseball. I mean, after the World Series is over, then you got seven days with your team to negotiate. I get yeah. that, and then you can start hitting the open market and yeah. all that stuff. I mean, they have reasons 
that's what the NFL doesn't have is yeah, Super reasons. Bowl's <laughs> been done for six weeks now. Yeah, and, and so now we're just, I guess, it, that's the vacation period yeah. because that's what they need for the not nine months of the year that they don't play. Well, they need I mean, <laughs> uh, ultimately, these rules protect the owners more than they protect the players. Yeah. You know, they don't want the player to be out there, you know, kind of advertising, hey, I'm on the market. They Everything is built to keep the player stock down, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, and and to kind of keep the to keep the owners in control. It's almost like corporate America. It's it's like media. It's like anything, you know. It's it's kind of why you know when you're. I hate to harp on <clears> this, <throat> but it's the That's easiest fine. thing for me to jump to. Sure, it's kind of why in your local radio market, you don't really have like your celebrity DJs anymore. You don't yeah. you don't really have that hot shot DJ in your market. It's all kind of pumped in. Corporations kind of want to have control of that. You know, you 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 kind of you snuff out some of that star power a little bit, some of that attention, so that way you can kind of keep things under wraps. It kind of works that same way, you know, and, right. and it's it's silly. I think it's really <laughs> silly because ultimately we already know what's going on. Yeah, we already absolutely. know what's happening. It's not like we're pulling back curtains or anything like no, that. I mean, no. it's just kind of out there, very very transparent. No, that's what you're doing. So. Yeah, and and then for the NFL just to say, yeah, well, you can't do it yet. You can. It's basically like, yeah. here's your rough draft. I've made all the red marks, but yeah. you can't go in and start typing your final draft yes. until this time. Yeah. By the way, it was due two hours ago. What? Well, how? I know, what? Right? <laughs> Nothing about it makes sense. But so, so among some of the more notable moves, and and a lot of them came from trades and stuff too yeah. that happened. Um, but among the notable free agent signings was definitively, and this affects us in the local market especially, was Demarco Murray, of course, signing with Philly. Yeah. Um, and that was a, that was a whole thing that was played out throughout the entire season. You know, I mean, are they going to keep him? Are they not? He's obviously going to be really expensive. He's going to command top dollar on the market. Cowboys don't have the salary cap and whatnot. Um, but still, going into last week, it looked like they had a chance. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, I mean, I guess somewhere along the line, things fell apart, and he's just like, okay, I'm going to go visit Philly. So I don't know what kind of things fell apart. For this, because I, I don't know. it they was had, my they had like five a year on the table for him or something like that. Sure, and of course he thought he was more than that, you know. Which is his prerogative. Rushing, rushing leader, I can understand it. Yeah, his prerogative to think that he's worth more than yeah. that. But it's uh, it's the fact. I think the the biggest drama came from. I guess the Cowboys were expecting him to come back. They said, "Go get your offers and come back, and we'll see if we match it." And then he didn't. Well, right. Which reminds. Most people in this room of a similar contract situation a couple of years ago with the Rangers yeah. where Josh Hamilton said, yeah, I'll go ahead and get some offers and come back to you guys. But he didn't give us a chance to come back. He doesn't have to. He doesn't yeah, have he to. Does. And that's really what I was going to say. This is this is a guy's livelihood. Yeah. He doesn't owe anybody anything. And, you know, how long has DeMarco played for the Cowboys? Four years? Four, yeah. four years. And right. he's played well. He has. He hasn't slouched on the team at all. Right. You know, and so... He he checked out other options, and for some reason or another, he got an offer from Philly. Yeah. Figured it out. I think I kind of want to play here. Yeah, and all right, that's okay. And the Cowboys weren't going to match Philly's offer, so what are they pissed about? You know. Well, right, and it's not just the the front it's, office. I guess that's pissed. For it's, me, it's not just the front office; it's the fans. Yeah, yeah. Get it's off like, his back, man. Yeah, yeah. he no, made his decision, and, and it's not like this isn't like a a Hamilton situation where Hamilton kind of snubbed the fans right. a little bit and on his didn't. way out. Mm-hmm. Demarco was like. No, I'm, I went to a Mavs game and then signed my contract, and uh, I'm going to Philly now. Never said anything bad about the fans or anything right. like that. Just went and did his thing. Yeah. Did I he mean, say fans, anything about the front office? No. Did he say anything about like not say, being... He didn't say... He, okay. want, he just said he wanted to stay, and we couldn't agree on anything. 
Okay. You know? And that's it. Everyone, so, I mean, obviously everyone's mad because he went to Philly. Well, right. Yeah, Eagles and Cowboys yeah, that hate each other, you know? Sure, sure. Nobody Which, likes anyone in Philly yeah, anyway. Sorry, Steve. The Cowboys Trino. weren't going to sign him. Yeah. Look, I might, get, I might get some bad looks here in this room for saying this, but Dallas fans, sometimes when your star athletes leave your town, you guys sometimes act like... You act like girlfriends that just got cheated on. That's true. so true. You sometimes so true. act like that. These people, they're, they deserve to make a living yeah. doing what they want to do. So there's nothing wrong with supporting that. Just, yeah. just support them. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Say thank you, DeMarco, for everything you did. Sorry we didn't win one while you were here. That's right. Um, and I wish you luck everywhere except when you're playing us. That's fine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not there's sure no I've ever been pissed about somebody leaving. Like, just for the fact that they left. I hated Hamilton because he just wouldn't shut up, you know? Well, yeah. Right. And, that's, and there's a reason. His, there's right. a reason his mouth, that. you know? Exactly. After, and after you, quitting on the Ranger. You and, you hate, and you hate A-Rod because yeah. he said, you know, he just thought that the entire well, thing was... Uh, and, yeah, I know. Well, we hate A-Rod right. for other things. That's A-Rod. But I'm talking about at and the time. Sarah. I'm talking about at the time, you know? Yeah. Uh, um where A-Rod would just say that the the clubhouse was just a bunch of immature people. He didn't like it there, all that good stuff. It was just very... Well, Jason Kidd got hell when he left the Mavericks. Yeah. Again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he played well yeah. for the Mavs. Tyson, yeah. Tyson Chandler kind of got crap, too, when he went to yeah. New York. It's like, really? You're going to the Knicks? Like, yeah. Well, I just and won of course, a championship, and now I want to get paid. Yeah. yeah, and of course, the, the, the second part of that story was just the fact that it was kind of known already that Cuban wasn't going to go make any offers to anybody, yeah. you know? So I feel like the backlash to Tyson wasn't as strong because everyone was more angry at Cuban for being like, you're not, why, why aren't you going to get him? Yeah. And, but, you know, I, I get that. Yeah, exactly. And so everyone's that's like, oh, what's that funny was... is like what Cuban said was going to happen did happen actually happen yeah yeah there's Rondo now there's Stoudemire now they're not really clicking I was but... gonna say they're like <laughs> it's an all star team that had like is that nothing is going yeah. right for him whatsoever it's a really bad time actually for him but so they a did lot crush of people the Clippers right right which is great that's like what two out of the last seven yeah something <laughs> like that. it's not good <clears throat> so you know a lot of a lot of anger with uh, Demarco Murray going to Philly there's um, a lot of anger in Philly. Period. Well, yeah, and again, Maybe. like I said, nobody wants to go play. For, yeah. Nobody wants to cheer Philly or anything like that, no. except for the Philly. I'm guys. surprised it's anybody just... wants to live in Philly. Well, well yeah, to be I've quite been honest. there. Yeah. Brotherly love? No, 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 uh-uh. no. Well, not Chip true. Kelly's trading everyone away, everyone that the fans love. You know. Yeah, and that seems to be. It seems to have been another story that's prevailing too. You know, yeah. Chip Kelly trying to, I guess, incorporate his college type, at not atmosphere, but you know, the the college scheming and just trading away everyone that he doesn't see can fit inside that that yeah. uh, I guess metric or that scheme. So he's got what 12 Oregon people now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it 12 Oregon people that really so basically just imported everybody themselves, from, you know, who knows how many he's going to draft. So it'd be interesting to see what uh you know how how the Philly fans react to Chip yeah. Kelly now saying, you know, after what he did with Foles and he got rid of yes. Foles, right? So To the Rams, baby. That's right. Go Nick Foles. Yeah. How happy are for you? For Sam Bradford. I liked Sam Bradford, but he wasn't ever good. He he just couldn't stay on the field. Yeah. Uh, and I like Nick Foles, so I thought it was a good deal. Okay. So you're, you're, you're trading a guy with two torn ACLs for a guy that's kind of proven as quarter at quarterback and is better than anything you've had on the field the last two years. Sure. Well, that's that's good for them then. You know? Only my favorite part was they had the press conference for Nick Foles and. They're like, well, you all know why we're here. Let's bring out Nick and out walks Nick Fairley. 
And they're like, hey, guys, we, we signed Nick Fairley, by the way. And then he gets on the mic and goes, I'll be right back. i got to go upstairs and sign my contract. That's... And then they brought out Nick Foles and had the press conference. Was that planned like that? Because that's... I don't know. Nobody knew about it until they announced, they did that. That's weird as hell. And I was, <laughs> I was giddy as a schoolgirl all day Friday. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's not because of the engagement. Or, I mean, because of the... No, I'm over that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this anyway, so no, it's okay. She's out buying wedding girls right now. Really? Yeah. Did you guys, like, set a date already? Because... Ish. Okay. Okay. Because I had people that... Or we just <clears> got to <throat> go talk to the venue, but ish. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got that all planned Wasn't out the original stuff. plan, but we're just going with it. Hey, like, sure. Oh, why not? Go with the flow. Whatever yeah. happens, happens. Am I right? Uh, so, the other free agent signing thing the that MPX happened... The MPX gym. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it in the ring. We're doing it in the ring. Yeah, because she loves MBS. Yeah, that'll be the place it goes to. Elizabeth... <laughs> <laughs> Will you marry me? Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, the other free agent signing that I, you know, I feel like I made more of a deal of than most any other people was that Indomitian Sue went to Miami. And after all the drama that Miami had gone through in the past like couple of years, does this not seem like just the worst yeah. possible move you could make? You know that bully controversy you guys had. This isn't going to help it. Yeah, it's like what. I don't, I don't understand the mindset there, and I don't understand the mindset of Sue, who I thought, you know, was coming off of a pretty good team with Detroit, um, going to Miami, who hasn't done anything in yeah. how long, you know, a good Forever seven years, since. seven eight years. So where's where's when the did game? Marino retire? Jesus, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, I, I don't remember tell me. the last time they were relevant. You know. Yeah. Um. I mean, for on the field stuff. Yeah. So I mean, where what's the end game for Sue here? I mean, is money? It, you got a fat hundred million dollar contract and i guess if you just want to get paid to not do it well who am i kidding they don't I, would have, do that. they, I would do that too. <laughs> they still don't have an offense so. yeah i don't know well, i guess if they, they don't really have an offense they, they figure the defense will be on the well, field they really more, didn't so. have a defense either and no telling how many times sue's gonna get suspended sure so you're gonna it pay just, him a million hundred million to, you know it's just a silly move for the dolphins yeah, was, at any rate i mean if sue doesn't give a damn about a championship okay great for him you just went out and got paid that's great yeah so it just doesn't make sense for the Dolphins. Um, over in Cowboy Land, in order to replace DeMarco Murray, you got Darren McFadden. You I think it's a good that. pickup, yeah. I mean, I'm under the assumption, no offense, Joe, you can't base a, <laughs> a player's career on what they did in Oakland. Hey, you know what? <laughs> He's like, it's true. I can't argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't argue with Granted, that at all. he had a lot of injuries, but I feel like behind the Dallas O-line, he's a good pickup. And – He's supposedly going to be their backup. They're going to go get someone else, whether draft or free agency. Adrian Peterson. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just so tired of hearing it. I just want sure. Adrian Peterson to make a decision. But see, it'd be a lot easier to make that kind of prediction if one, if, if Jerry Jones wasn't the one driving the ship on yeah. that. You know, I mean, with Jerry Jones, you kind of know he goes he goes after the celebrity name. But you know, we the also celebrity know- name from Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. He's and like, that's- Arkansas boy, let me have him. Yeah, that was, that, my, was, that was my Jerry Jones impression, by the way. That's dang, okay. I'll see you at the comic club later. <laughs> but now the uh, the other thing is that with Jerry Stephen Jones is you know kind of reining reining him in a little bit. You know, yeah. There have been a couple of times in the past with the drafts and free agency that Jerry's been like, I want to go get that guy, and Stephen's like, Whoa, big fella. Apparently, that <laughs> happened with Demarco. Jerry right. wanted to pay him eight, and Stephen's like, No, Stephen's we're like, not paying no. him that. So maybe this could be the best thing that happens. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Cowboys for world champs. 
No, let's 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 be realistic here. It's gonna be Seattle, <laughs> right? They signed the best tight end, in, or they traded for the best tight end in the league. So okay, so we bring up Seattle, and now you know we we've, we've been talking about spring training and stuff with baseball. So Seattle's gonna win the West Division. Yeah, Seattle's gonna win NFC football again. And I mean, you know, who knows if if they ever get the Supersonics back? But I mean, I mean <laughs> what is it about Seattle that makes it such the hotbed of sports now, man? I, don't I mean, know. that's. I mean, I guess it, the, the the whole Legion of Boom, Twelfth Man, that whole appeal. Seattle's becoming such a big major player. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and then I know in the baseball world that I I, I don't know what's so appealing about going up to Safeco Field no. where your balls die. It's a terrible field. It's a terrible thing to say, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about all that. That was wow. On and off the field. That's right. Is that true? I, I don't, don't know. know. Never been. <clears throat> um, right. So, who who'd Seattle pick up? You said Jimmy Top Graham. Tied in. Tied right. in from the Saints. From the Saints. Yeah. So nobody knows what the Saints are doing. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's that because the Saints had such a disappointing year. Yeah. Uh, and you would have thought that retaining one of the guys that could bring him back to stardom was going to be something on their to do list, and clearly it wasn't. Yeah. They traded him, and then like the next day they traded one of their receivers, and Saints fans are just losing their mind. I yeah. haven't talked to Scott Murdoch. See how he's doing. Right. No kidding. He just it just um. And it's interesting. They said they're trading these people to fix the defense. Sure. But nobody but, sees any of those yeah. moves, and I mean, I I don't know if there's technically a rebuilding type year for certain teams, because most teams seem to stock up pretty well, and of course, any given Sunday, you kind of you can kind of win. You go yeah. out there and win. Don't know of any teams that really just completely sell off everyone that they've got. Yeah, I mean, you can fix your defense, sales. but if your offense doesn't have its best receiver for the quarterback to throw to, yeah, you don't really have a running back. Like, what, what but the best doing? offense has a good defense. Wait, that's Maybe. right, right? That's how that's the saying, right? The best offense is a good defense. Yeah, I've heard it. Okay. Don't agree with it. You don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we need to have the Sphinx or Mystery Men on here to teach us <laughs> In order to pull something down, you have to push something up. <laughs> Why am I balancing a tack hammer on my forehead? Wait, wait, wait. In order to head off your foes with a balanced attack. <laughs> <laughs> but why am I wearing these watermelon on my feet? I don't recall telling you to do that. <laughs> My favorite movies, and um, I don't know if I should be proud of that. No, or you not. should. It's, okay, is, that's good. really great. <laughs> Such an underrated film. Oh my gosh, I need to hear that on uh, on one of the on, like the editing bay later. Or oh yeah, like man. That. We'll we'll talk about that. The yeah. Sphinx. I listened to Hot Tub Time Machine yesterday. The sp- yeah, I'm it. the spleen. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, getting off track. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry about that. No, sorry, I we just we just crossed over. By the way, if you haven't uh, already <laughs> subscribed to the rest of the great podcast on the uh, Next Wave Radio Network, it'd be great. We're on iTunes. Cool to we are on that's iTunes. That's right. So we were talking about the drama with DeMarco Murray and the fact that he didn't actually say anything to earn the backlash, to earn the Eagles suck chance uh, at UFC, at, at UFC um, even though, of course, that's just a generalized chant. Yeah. I, I, I kind of get that. You hear that on the trains in Dallas? Well, exactly. So, I mean, it wasn't like, it, that, nobody said Murray sucks. Nobody said DeMarco sucks or anything yeah. like that. They said Eagles suck. I, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that. Right? Yeah, no, that's, that's good fine. nature. They're that's just like fine. in your face. You're going to a crappy team. Right. Have fun. The rest of you know the rest of the backlash we've been hearing though is just kind of unwarranted. Now, yeah. uh, burning you, burning his jersey. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's a little extreme. Yeah. The whole burning a jersey thing seems to be a little mm-hmm. outlandish to me anyway. I think my on favorite, any front. I think my favorite was when LeBron signed with Cleveland. Oh God! There, and there was, was a photo of a guy at the, at the Indians game. Yeah. And he was wearing his burnt LeBron James jersey. Right. <laughs> it was the day he resigned with them. <laughs> It's like, how silly does that guy feel or anything? But what I remember most from that is that the footage from that looked like it was 
taken in a third world country yeah. while there was a civil war going on. It yeah. just it was like these people are savages over a guy that's getting paid eight thousand times more than you are and really couldn't give a damn yeah. less. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> not that he should. You know, no. I mean, it's not like it's a big thing. Um, and so I want to use that whole DeMarco thing to segue into. Uh, some comments that old Kung Fu Panda Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, you texted me about this, and like I didn't know what you were talking about. So, <clears throat> so have the floor, Matt. Sure. They they interviewed Pablo Sandoval, who signed with uh, the Boston Red Sox uh, for a decently long term deal to be their third baseman after winning three World Championships with the Giants. And people are like, "Well, why didn't you go to? Why didn't you go back to San Francisco, Pablo?" And and his initial response was just, "You know, I was looking for a new challenge." And everyone's like, "Okay." We get that. You've done it three times in San Francisco. Time to go explore new things. I mean, we're going to miss you. It sucks. Now it comes out later that he just he feels like he was completely disrespected by the San Francisco uh, front office and such to the point where he took a discount to go to Boston because he didn't feel like they were going to pay him enough, which sounds counterintuitive, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't pay me enough, so I'm going to take less to go somewhere else. Yeah. And now, of course, the the whole thing is that, you know, Pablo, I mean, kind of spat on the whole Giants fan base organization and all that because he, you know, just feels like he was disrespected by it. He won three rings. Shut up. Right. (laughs) When really it's just that, you know, the Giants, they made their offer, made their pitch. He didn't want it, so he went somewhere else. Yeah. So it's the whole idea of people... God, why can't we just all get along? I think is what, is what I'm really trying to say, you know? It's an age-old question, man. <laughs> I mean, why can't we just love our sports? Yeah, well, I, don't get emotionally attached to players kind of thing. You know, the... the well, it, just remember that the players are people, too, trying to make a living. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with trying to get the most you can yeah. for what you can do. And for you know? where you want to be happy and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like the guys that aren't worth the contracts they sign. Yeah. It's like, are they not supposed to sign it? Yeah, yeah, that that's that's another thing that gets me when people get paid, like John Carlos Stanton, you know, three hundred fifty something million dollar contract for ten years or whatnot. And people are mad at that. It's like, tell me somebody puts a check in front of you, you don't take it and run. <laughs> yeah. What an idiot! What an idiot! No, I'm not. I'm not worth money. this. Yeah, and I mean we've we've kind of seen that with Dirk, right? Where he'll yeah. he'll give back kind of the money, but we also know for for a small select handful of people that it is more than more than the money. But for 95% of the rest of the sports athlete world, it's like, give me the money. But we've also <laughs> got to consider that what Dirk is not taking from the Mavs organization, they're making up for in endorsements and sure. appearances yeah. through oh, clients gosh, yeah. and stuff. And he's going to have a job there for life. Yes. Oh, yeah. So. He's yeah. made. He's absolutely set and stuff. So, I mean, he's thinking long-term and not nope. so much a little short-term. Yep. Um so, you know, good for him and all that good stuff. But I just think it's weird when people criticize the kind of money that people sign for. And it's like, yeah, well, um, I And would. I'm guilty of it, too. I'm like, God, really? <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, I'm just like, well, <laughs> I'd, I'd be signing it, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, anyway, that, that was that was just kind of the discussion I wanted to have on yeah. that, just free agency and the fact that um, people get butthurt over the real smallest things, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um UFC happened over the weekend here in Dallas, um, and the the next big thing I think that's coming around that I I would love for us all to try to get a little more perspective on because it's going to be a major sporting thing is Pac- WNBA. <laughs> Damn it! Stop it. <laughs> Sparks versus Mono. <laughs> 
hate both of you for this WNBA, but I know that I'm going to end up watching a game and I'm going to come back and start schooling you guys with knowledge. You'll be like, we didn't watch this at all. I'm like, well, you guys forced me to watch it. Look, we're just saying, Cheryl Swoops is a lock to win MVP this year. <laughs> she was still playing. Don't know. Probably not. Or maybe. Go, go Google that. Let's see her Wikipedia page. <laughs> No, my, the the event I was talking about was Pacquiao Mayweather. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely be watching it. I, that's the thing, though, because like I I know Mayweather's a braggart, and I know that he's kind of all flash and all that stuff, and I know him from the WWE thing, and whether his uh, I guess quote unquote character, which really was just him, uh, whether that kind of built up what my knowledge was, or the fact that Pacquiao is part Filipino, and so am I. I'm rooting for Pacquiao in this, but I absolutely know nothing about any of this going in. I mean, they're both fantastic fighters. They're both yeah. going to go at it. It's going to be a huge money-making deal, and it's just going to be really silly if the fight lasts all of, like, 20 seconds. That's happened before. But Tyson it, fights have happened. See, yeah. see, and that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> I remember boxing being huge back in the Tyson days. Sure. I I really haven't given boxing any real credence no, in forever. Either. Like people make such a huge deal about the like the this Pacquiao Mayweather thing. Sure. And I kind of it, it all feels like it's it's so much like from the promotion side of it. Like it feels like it's some promo company trying really hard to push it down my throat. Yeah. And like a whole bunch of people not caring. Yeah. Like I don't care about it. They'll, I really don't know a whole lot of people that are like, dude, Pacquiao Mayweather can't wait. Like, no, there's nobody in my social circle that's saying that. No. And nobody's nobody's analyzing the stats behind any of this, which is what boxing wants. They want to see you analyze the styles and all that. But really, this is just a quote-unquote realistic WWE promo type yeah, thing, isn't like, it? This was the fight everyone wanted to see five years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and even then, I didn't give a damn. Right. Yeah. It, it actually it had more steam five years ago when people thought it was going to happen, and then it didn't. People were like, well, whatever. I get more pumped about Rocky Balboa fights in the movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we have now entered the age where people care more about UFC yeah, then they then do the they boxing. do about yeah. boxing. NBC's and, been hyping that new. They have boxing on what Friday or Saturday yeah, nights now. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. Like, prime, why do yeah, we like care? Prime time fights or whatever. What makes you think people care about free boxing on Friday night? It's yeah. it's it it's crazy to me because I mean we had this discussion around the World Cup too. Just the fact that the U.S. is so reluctant to accept these kind of newer or more, I guess, more sectionalized sports because you know boxing's got its niche or whatever, right? Uh -huh. uh, so does soccer. And then they tried to mainstream it because of the U.S. and the World Cup, and they thought it was going somewhere for like two months, and then it just didn't. And now I'm wondering with this whole Friday night boxing thing, is this going to be another one of those people will like give a damn up to Pacquiao Mayweather, and then they'll keep trying to do the whole Friday night boxing thing, but it'll just be like nobody's nobody's watching. I don't think shit. anybody cares. About it. <laughs> I don't think it's enough of an event. I don't, I really don't. I think I think soccer works with enough of a sect of society mm -hmm. because there are enough immigrants. I think we have enough. It's a worldwide, uh, it's appeal. A worldwide mm -hmm. appeal. And also kind of a, a, a sports douchebag appeal. <laughs> like you have enough sports douchebags that are like, hey man, I'm going to go watch some soccer. Like people that don't oh, give I get a it. fuck yeah, like yeah. about soccer. They're just like, I can drink at nine in the morning. Can, Let's exactly. go watch soccer. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, just, I don't know how else to describe it, but like, it's this mentality that I have that I don't give a fuck about it, so obviously nobody else should right. because I'm a selfish <laughs> asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but but like, I, I get it, too. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about soccer, and I watch it, and I don't know how anybody can care about this game that lasts for what feels like for fucking ever. Yeah. Um, 
give me something with a little bit more of like a standardized. All right, I get it. I get what's going on here. I, I, I just can't get I can't get into soccer. I don't I don't I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Right. No, and I, and I don't either. That's the thing. I tried. I honestly did. I did try. And I'm going to try with boxing, too. Um, you know, once I try to find a place because I don't have TV service live at my house, I do watch everything next yep. day on Hulu and all that good stuff. Yep. So I got to try to find these boxing events or whatnot. But I'm going to try to pay attention leading up to this Pacquiao Mayweather fight because it is a big deal. It yeah. is historic. It's unfortunately, I feel like, the the last major boxing thing Um that's going to happen, I think, in our lifetime. Probably, yeah. Which, that's surreal to think of, and it's happening in like a month and a half. See, the last boxer I remember being relevant was the golden boy, Oscar De La Hoya. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't tell you any of his fights, but I knew the dude. I knew the yeah. dude's name. He fought Camacho? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Camacho, too. So, I mean, yeah. that was around that though, that time period. But now modern day? Fred Lawyer, lawyer commercials now. <laughs> See, and is that, right. is that the problem? Yeah. Like, they're not doing anything afterwards. Like, they're not staying relevant. But Pacquiao I mean, Mayweather, the, those are the last two celebrity boxers we have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Layla Ali has done a better job staying more relevant in sports sure. than Oscar De La Hoya has. Yeah. You know, that's a problem. It is. You know, Oscar De La Hoya should be the guy who's calling fights. He should be doing something calling fights. If he can't call fights on, like, HBO Sports, then, you know, have him on some kind of Spanish announced team or, or something. Have him be relevant, call, you know, analyzing a fight somehow, you know, analyzing it. And then if he can't, because I don't know, th- can he speak? He speaks English. Yeah, he yeah, speaks, sure. he speaks, like, he doesn't have... Problem speaking. He I doesn't have broken English. I have. Either. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, so he, he's so yeah. yeah. Have him analyze the fights. Take fucking what's his name, Larry Merchant off fucking TV <laughs> because that guy's been on since 1968. Yeah. <clears throat> Take him off and put Oscar De La Hoya on. You know what you need to do is if you want. Give that whole thing a facelift first. Sure. You know, HBO Sports, you've had the same three guys calling fights since the freaking early 80s. Bill Lampley and 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 Larry Merchant. Those mm-hmm. guys need to go. Yeah. Uh, and put some younger guys on there, specifically, you know, guys who used Who've to fight. Who've been there. Who can actually relate with what's going on in the ring and then translate that to the audience so that way we understand what's going on. So this is perfect. This is great because this is why, you know, like boxing and its longevity is just, it's it's starting to come to its end, right? Uh-huh. I mean, like mm-hmm. we saw the end of the heyday a while ago and they haven't done anything to really kind of renovate. Meanwhile, we look at a company like WDB, which for all the shit we give it, and we do give it a whole lot of shit, uh-huh. it has maintained relevancy. It has maintained, like kept up appearances. It's, um, it's, it's, it's grown with the times. For the most part, for the most part, they've managed to evolve with the time. Well, right, but I mean, like, the former talent, they're putting them in spots, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe it's a little more than they deserve, Uh and and maybe it just brings to light the fact that there isn't anybody currently relevant right now that we're going to care about in 15 years. Yeah. But they are doing that, Mm -hmm. where people can be like, dude, I remember that. This is a great throwback. Who are you going to have that in, in, in boxing? Right. You know, I mean, who, who's who's going to show up where you're going to be like, and, and they're not doing a good job of doing that. They're I not mean, bringing back those. I think I if mean, you, you saw sh- Tyson on a boxing that's show. That's exactly where I was like, going to go with he's that. He stayed relevant. It's yeah. not within the world of boxing, but I feel like if you promoted it, hey, Tyson's going to be on tonight's fights. I was like, going to say, just put him on freaking sports center right. for crying yeah. out loud. Uh-huh. I mean, who's the boxing analyst on sport? I don't I can know. I feel like they think maybe he's a little too, uh, you know, like unpredictable, but that's yeah, fun. But 
That's right. fun. Put him on there. You, he doesn't have to be live. No. You know, pre-record him and let him just be spontaneous. Yeah. And then cut out whatever the hell you need to cut out or sure. bleep whatever you need to bleep. But Tyson's great. And he could be good sitting at a table calling a match. Yeah. He would be awesome, especially if you're on HBO. It doesn't have to be clean. Yeah. He could be sitting there at the table cursing while he's calling the match. That would be awesome. They just don't have an ambassador to the wide world. No, they don't. No, no face. Uh-uh. And I'm not willing to call Pacquiao or Mayweather a face of boxing. I mean, they are now just because of notoriety, but they're not really the relatable type, yeah, <laughs> shall it, I say. It sucks, that, it sucks that Ali is you know, <clears throat> in the shape he's in, or else he could oh, sure. make people care about boxing. And he's know? trying to make people care about his daughter. Yeah. Like, people say, oh, dude, Muhammad's talking about his daughter. That's awesome. Let's pay attention to the daughter. They were doing a pretty good job when they had first started that show, The Contender. Yeah. About like a bunch of boxing contenders, kind of like, you know, a little reality TV show. And they would get together and they'd box and whoever lost the match was out. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. You know, I think it was Stallone and uh, Sugar Ray Leonard yeah. started the show. See, again, that, that kind that of was, thing. That's pretty cool. And, you know, you've got Sugar <clears throat> Ray Leonard, who's the face of actual boxing. Then you got Stallone, who's kind of, you know, also synonymous with boxing, with he the is. Rocky character. Yeah. Kind of putting that together. Then they went on with it without Stallone. Yeah, and once Stallone was gone, nobody cared. Yeah. That's the thing. And but that kind of thing, I would love to see that. I'd love to see something like Freaking that. Freaking reality show like that. It would, be ma- it would make it relevant. Yeah. And it'd be it would be less scripted because let's face it, it's a fight. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, unless unless something comes out in the media later, it's like uh they were paid to throw these fights for production purposes or whatnot. But, but for even the most then, part even then you still have people interested. You're suddenly yeah. getting people interested in the product again. So there's no, nothing I, wrong with that. No, definitely not. I you know, I like I said, I'll pay attention to this fight, but afterwards, I mean what happens to boxing? Yeah. Hey, who knows? Don't care. Who knows? Right? I compare it to uh, Game of Thrones. I was talking to my girl about yeah. this yesterday because we saw Cinderella and Rob Stark is in that movie. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones nor have I read the books, but I know what the Red Wedding is. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, I watched the Red Wedding because mm-hmm. we were talking about people that die in that. And she's sure. like, why did you watch one episode of a show you don't even watch? I was like, because it's a kind of big event in story yeah. history sure yeah. much like this fight will be a big event in boxing history and i'm gonna watch it and then not care once it's over yeah definitely interesting to see what the fallout's gonna end up being so anyway so we segue from from that kind of fighting world to to wwe where again we've we've given it a lot of crap and especially now in its biggest the biggest time of the year for it we can give it yeah. all the crap we need to because it's just not, it hasn't held any interest. No, you know. No, well, I mean, just uh, Danny's dying. Dying. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I think in in the weeks now <clears throat> leading up to WrestleMania, there's definitely there's definitely some ugly. There's yeah. some bad. Yeah. Uh, and and there's some stuff that hasn't gotten any better. There's the Bray Wyatt. Okay, and so the, I the really, man, really want to know man about one, one of the one things I watched on YouTube was oh my Wyatt's promo. Which I was well, like, there okay. were four of them, by the way. Were there, you I talking about the, the in-ring the, one? I watched the one where the rocking chair was struck by lightning. Okay, so this is what I want to know. We're talking about the whole flashback thing and heydays and all that. And, of course, that was kind of big back then, you know? Taker with the whole <clears throat> lightning strike kind of thing coming from... You know, it was so obviously fake. Yeah. This one was so obviously fake. But at the same time, some part of me went... That's old school Undertaker. Yeah, That's yeah. really cool. So, what did you guys think of that? The promo itself, blue. The, pro- I get the it. promo, blue. Uh, you know, <clears> the way it finished. You, you can't, know? you can't help but get, especially if you know you're, you're used to watching old Undertaker. Yeah. You know, you can't help but get a little bit of goosebumpy when you see when the, the lightning yeah, with the lightning and the gun. I heard what music. happened. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back and watch that. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was neat, but still, like at at its heart, 
You're sitting here watching a one-man promo of Bray <laughs> Wyatt screaming to the heavens like a lunatic yeah. for a 10 minutes and then a pre-recorded I Will Bury You from The Undertaker from probably 1999. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and then that's it. That Now the match is set. We are now, what, two weeks away from WrestleMania? And they still haven't. Yeah. They still haven't really built this match. Why do I care about Bray Wyatt fighting the Undertaker? Other than the fact you that don't. they're both boogeymen. Why do I care? I, I don't. You're right. I don't care. Yeah. And and what's going to happen? Are they really going to make Taker lose WrestleMania twice in a row? Nope. This time to Bray Wyatt? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. And now I'm seeing like the rumor mill spin around that like you know next WrestleMania. Is going to be Sting Undertaker, which is what they wanted which to is do what this we year. What I wanted when I was in high school. Yeah, I and again, I that, that's so. your big marquee match, and you don't have anybody that can fill that shoe. I mean, yeah, it, not necessarily that it's going to be a fantastic physical match, but just from a nostalgic point of view, that's going to be badass to watch. But I don't think that's going to eh, happen. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to see Sting under. I don't think Sting's not going to last to next WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't think yeah, that's I think, happening. I think he's doing this one-off, and that's it. I think yeah. that's it, unless the money's there. And, but. and Taker's been out an entire year. Yeah. He's going to fight Bray Wyatt, and then he's going to stick around to like build up a feud with like Sting after this, this Triple H thing? I don't know about that. Right. So the problem I they have— I think both of these guys want to be done wrestling. Yeah. I really feel like Taker wants to retire with his hot-ass wife or girlfriend, whatever no, this wife. is. No, wife. With oh, his yeah. wife. I think he just wants to chill the hell out. I think Undertaker has finally deserved his rest to just chill out. He deserves to rest yes. in peace. Yes. <laughs> so the, the thing Which, with, by the, the thing way, with Taker, yeah. I went back and watched some old video. And, like, I saw an old promo of, like, Paul Bearer, Undertaker, and then, like, the warrior coming out and then putting warrior in a casket. Yeah. Oh, that gave me chills. Yeah. That made me feel real dirty watching that. I was like, oh, my just, God. I should turn this I off. I should turn yeah. this off. That was really weird. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was, like, No, it's totally okay. I get that. I get that. Um, the, the problem with Undertaker, which, you know, we analyze it on a micro basis where WD books itself into a corner. You look at the last... 20-something years of Taker's career, and now they have booked themselves into a corner over 20 years. Because now, how do you how do you end it? Yeah. <laughs> There's not really a perfect you, way. That would have been the way to end it last year. Last the, year. The way you end Taker's run is to have whoever beats him be the guy that takes up the mantle. That's... I don't know. But for for mm. me, that's you know, it's almost like it's like the horror movies. It's like, you know, that, that whole myth. I think it was uh, Friday the 13th Part 3 or 4... And it was whoever kills Jason becomes Jason. Sure. Okay. Uh, and that, you know, who whoever kills the nightmare becomes it yeah. from that point on. I kind of like that. I like that symmetry, especially with Undertaker being the kind of character Which, that he is. Had they not had him lose last year, I feel like this is the this perfect been year it. to do that. To do that, exactly. That but... would have been Bray Wyatt calling himself the new face of fear That's would perfect. make sense this year. Yeah. yeah. If he had not lost, li- if Taker had not lost last year. Yeah. But now I don't care. Yeah. Uh, because you're, you, you can't really expect that like that this is going to be the future for Brock Lesnar right yeah like this isn't Brock Lesnar's not going to go like he's done <laughs> undefeated in Wrestlemania from here on out right like, well, that they're and gonna, that they're going to keep him on somehow no. no no he's don't he's gone after this year yeah, I mean after Mania he's gone that's it I mean I mean I know that's not official or anything like apparently that but there's nothing realistic that you can keep night him will for. be the Raw after Mania? Oh, well, I'm surprised that they were able to keep yeah, him on exactly. for that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Just have Paul Heyman come out and cut the promo right. for him because 
Jesus. <laughs> so so no, yeah, no, the promo, the Bray Wyatt promo, even though like you, you got the cheesy lightning and the music, I don't care. It doesn't, yeah. yeah. And not just care. the cheesy lightning, it was also the, the urn with the smoke machine in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> now what, what taker do we want? Do we want taker coming out with like, you know, the hat and like doing the the hands and stuff and bringing yeah, the lights no, on. I do. Do we want Taker coming out in the robe? Oh, do we no. want Taker coming out on the motorcycle? No. Do we well, want all three that. in some way? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking at Fastlane, like that the casket opens yeah. and then he comes barreling out on the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> that would so be he, fantastic. No, he comes out on a motorcycle that's got wings with the Undertaker <laughs> hat on. Right. It's like a freaking dragon riding to go take down Bray Wyatt. He's like I'll on th- the wires and he comes flying yeah. down. Yes. Nobody will be on wires no, anymore, by the way. Never. Yeah, never ever again. That's not a, no, not a thing that's happening. <clears throat> um, the other big match, I guess, that they've been building up, because honestly, I... I mean, you're basically building Roman Reigns versus Paul Heyman at this point. Um, okay, wait, wait, wait. can we talk about this yeah, for yeah, a second? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I know where you're going. Yeah. And uh, I'm delighting in what it is that we're about to talk about. But, okay, I want to talk about Roman Reigns sure. and Brock Lesnar. This match, this horrible, horrible setup to a match that they are doing. <laughs> yes. Um, this is this is ridiculous what they've been doing to try to set up this match, to try to set Roman Reigns up. Like this on this past SmackDown, they had Mark Henry come out and talk to Roman Reigns. Oh, he's and be back? Like, oh, yeah. No, he, <laughs> he came out because Roman Reigns decided he wanted to have – because Paul Heyman came out on Raw, yeah. and he was talking about how Roman Reigns is out of his league and yes. he's going to get beat by, by Brock Lesnar. Of course. Uh, and so Roman Reigns decided he needed to come out and say a few words because that's what we all love as wrestling fans is, is when that Nimrod comes out and takes the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and so he comes out and he grabs the mic, starts talking about how he, you know, it's his time, it's his championship, yeah. and you know he's going to take this thing. Mark Henry comes out and he starts talking about, hey man, you don't know him. He's not going to have any mercy. You know, we've all gone after him. You don't know what you got in store for you. And you know, Roman Reigns tries to kind of shrug him off, turns around. Mark Henry's like, hey, don't turn your back on me. Turns him around. Roman Reigns comes back, and then Mark Henry shoves him. Spear. Roman Reigns hits hits the ropes, comes back with the Superman punch. You gotcha. And then Mark Henry rolls out of the ring, and he, spurred, he, he spears Mark Henry through the, the, the barricade or whatever. My God, what if he does that to Brock Lesnar? Exactly, and that's what they've been doing. Yeah. And, uh, and then they come back. They do an interview with Mark Henry afterwards, and Mark Henry's like, man, I just wanted to test him, and I think he's got it. <laughs> I think... I think if he goes after Brock, I think he's got a good chance. Because Mark Henry being in the best shape he's ever been in, <laughs> in the best, the best isn't, isn't a crippled, crippled old man <laughs> at this point. So, and that's, they're doing everything they can, though. I mean, they're trying, to, bless they're her trying heart. so hard to build up Roman Reigns, that Roman Reigns can do this. I mean, they're going in in the promos, and they're like, you know, I've... I went into WrestleMania and I went through twenty nine guys to get to. You went and I'm like, no, you, went, you, you went through about you went, nine. You beat five. You came in at nineteen. <laughs> you beat five. Your your cousin beat two. And Curtis <laughs> Axel is still in, by the way. Uncle, sir. Yeah, oh, your uncle. My <laughs> yes. bad. Your uncle beat two, <laughs> and like, and then you kind of helped one out of the ring as he was running past oh. you. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's it. You're you're not this this huge champion. I'm really sick. Of WWE doing that, and they've done that with like like last year. They were like, "It's thirty years of WrestleMania." No, this is this is the thirtieth year of WrestleMania. Yeah, it's not thirty years of it is the thirtieth. The thirtieth. Yeah, uh, but it's okay, WrestleMania. We 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 know WWE how you like to pad those little stats. But that was it's annoying the piss out of me. I'm with almost this expecting Reigns a thing. Vince video one day where he's just like. Please like Roman Reigns, guys. Come on. <laughs> We're doing everything we can. Hi, I'm Vince McMahon, <laughs> and I would like to publicly endorse Roman Reigns. <laughs> and if you don't like him, 
You're fired. You're fired. You're tough. <laughs> you know what? I think the re- I think I think people would like him fine if they stopped <laughs> trying so damn hard every episode. Yeah. Every SmackDown, it's right Byron Saxton's going to sit down with Roman Reigns and they're going to talk more about why Roman Reigns is so great. You mean coach? <laughs> yes. Byron <laughs> Coachton. And then like and then on Raw now it's like, you know, Michael Cole's going to sit down with Roman Reigns. They're going to talk with Roman Reigns. <clears throat> I don't want to hear him talk anymore. It's, it's not the but way to build him up. Talking is his strong suit, guys. <laughs> Daniel. Wait, no. Daniel. <laughs> but no, it's 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 absolutely not the right way to build up Roman Reigns. The problem again you're facing is you you've booked yourself into a corner. There is nobody bigger than Brock Lesnar. Henceforth, until Roman Reigns takes down somebody larger than Brock Lesnar. You're, there's no believability to the fact that he's going to be the guy that wins. And the problem is, <laughs> you've had him unconvincingly beat everybody who's bigger than Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And now everyone that you love, uh-huh. everyone who could conceivably beat Brock Lesnar that mm-hmm. everyone would believe, is fighting for the IC title. Yes. <laughs> and that is the one that everyone cares about right now. That is the thing that everyone is going to watch. And that Daniel Bryan came out and said, well... You know, it seems like the thing that everyone cares about right now <laughs> is the interno- intercontinental title. Which is, yeah, you would think something like that. The reaction to that and the fact that you did just put all of your biggest stars, the ones that are actually your moneymakers, uh-huh. merch-wise. You'd think that would speak to the front office. Hey, maybe these guys mean something, or B, maybe people just want to see these guys, you yes. know? Yes. Uh, the, the fact mm. that this... This storyline, this thing that's going on right now, mm-hmm. has made our truth bigger than I remember him ever <laughs> being. Seriously, I can't. I don't. I don't understand the level of popularity with our truth no, right now. He doesn't either. have any merch. He doesn't have no. anything to buy. He doesn't have he, a freaking Twitter tag. Like I was, because and he's I the tried, dumbest human being who plays the dumbest, the dumbest human, human being, being alive. He's he is right now the Bugs Bunny of WWE. <laughs> Seriously. It's not even close. Seriously, not he's, even close. He's grabbing, he's grabbing the belt, and he's like, and he's putting it he's, under his he's shirt. Putting it under his shirt, and he's giving what uh, B- uh, bad news Barrett a fake bag, and then With Barrett a, opens it up, and he's like, a, oh, it's a fake belt, and then our truth pulls out the real one. He's like, ha, 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 and, and he like dances up the freaking ramp. I'm like, this guy is Bugs Bunny right now, and I love it. I love everything that's happening right now and, in this storyline. And you hate that you love it. I, I hate. No, I hate that I, I don't love hate it. that I love uh, it. See, I, I, I hate I that I love it. They're making the IC title relevant. Yes. Yeah. No, They've I love that part. But make I it the main. Make it the main event. They should. I just. I just hate the fact that it's that. That is the most entertaining part. Yeah. When yeah. it should be something else. It's, but it's not. But it's not the, the comedy shtick that everybody is like, "Wow, we need more serious characters in the main event." Is the comedy shtick that's getting over? Yeah, and I hate that. How many guys are in the match so far? Seven, seven. And I think that means they have to add one more. Right? You know who that one more is going to be? Maybe Sheamus. <laughs> yep. Goddamn Sheamus. That's because that's the last thing I read about him. The last two. You are, just ruined it. The that's last, last two. That's what I read. It. I'm trying to. Nuster Danny. I don't just want you being. Pissed, I don't want you being pissed off at me. I want you to get pissed off long before that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get to the acceptance I'm be, stage. I'm gonna be in my home, and I'm yeah. gonna just. What? Sheamus <laughs> is either going to be a surprise entrance in that match, or he's going to be in the the Battle Royal, which I'd rather see him in the Battle Royal because you haven't done anything with him yet anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the last two up on the ladder fighting for that icy belt are going to be Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. And you know that's so they that's can feed the be, announcers. Yeah. Think about it. WrestleMania two years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what's going to lead into it. And you know what? Honestly, that's fine. As much as I don't like Sheamus... I'm okay with it because I love the way they've been setting this up. I'm okay with it. I'm even okay with the way that they ended the match on SmackDown where, you know, they they ended the it was the uh, six-man tag match. Yeah. 
uh, and it ended with Daniel Bryan and uh, and Dolph Ziggler and uh, uh, what's his name the. Uh, uh, Lunatic Fringe. Harper? Oh, oh Ambrose. Ambrose. Amber, Dean Ambrose. And they won the match. Sure. And then afterwards, uh, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan won, and Michael Cole comes in. He's like, Daniel Bryan, you just won this match. And Dolph Ziggler comes up, and he's like, yeah, Daniel, you just won this match. You did such a great job. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and Dean Ambrose comes up and goes, hey, 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 hey. If you guys have a problem, uh, would you just stow it, okay? But seriously, Daniel, uh, congratulations on winning this match. Everybody uh, might think that you're a great guy. But I think you're a turd, and like walks out. <laughs> and Ziggler's like, you know what? Hey, I don't usually agree with him, but yeah, you're a turd, and walks <laughs> off. And Daniel Bryan's just like, what the hell just happened? And kind of setting up the, all right, yeah. You know, now we got some tension. Now we got some tension. We got going some on reason with for people to fight. Okay. Uh, those guys called me a turd. <laughs> uh, Ruin my day. So, so yeah, I, I I like now that there's kind of like, I, I think they've set up fairly nicely that it's kind of a, you know. It's 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 any man's game. It it's is. any man's game, and I think we're going to see Daniel Bryan walk out with it, and I'm okay with that. I am too. Yeah, because I'd rather have him with a strap than no strap. Yeah. Honestly, I would. I'd like any one of these guys. Actually, sure. yeah. any one of these dudes that's in this match, I'd like it because you could go anywhere with them. Even our truth, you could see our truth and be like, oh wow, didn't expect that. Let's see where they go with it. With, yeah. with a bullseye on his back yeah. now, not knowing what the hell to do next. Now everybody that's like gone and stolen and traded the title back and forth with them they all start coming after him <laughs> for that so our golden stardust in this stardust, stardust, is. stardust is so that means we don't get gold dust yeah, stardust not happening no. so what in the crap are we all right so next topic um because <laughs> if you were going to build that kind of match <laughs> and after freaking fast lane they it's, had the match they said that, we're the, not done the weird finish to that match the weird finish yeah. the weird post-match thing where he says we're not done with this and then you are done with done. it. I guess you're done with it. <laughs> Alrighty then. Yeah, Oops. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. the the only uh, The only thing I can think of is maybe maybe Dustin got himself a little uh, a little knocked up, knocked up, knocked around. Easy. He's <laughs> expecting. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe he got himself a little uh, bruised up or something. I would hate can't... that because they've been put they those two on Twitter have been wanting to fight each other for a long time. I'd, so I'd love to see it. I would too. It'd I'd be, it's, it's it. a meaningful match that mm-hmm. has roots and stuff. Not the roots that I was expecting, but it has the roots that I was, that, that need for a good match. Yeah. Um, the other match that I guess has been pushed really, really hard has been Rusev Cena. And I don't know how okay, I what, feel. How, how did they set this up? I just saw, I got the, the notification Cena gets his rematch. They turned, they turned it into USA versus Russia. They oh, did. Well, yeah, okay. they, they kind of something, they something new did. and original. Got it well, was, yeah. It was, uh, you know, they they did the whole. The only way Cena is going to be able to get the match is if Rusev says that says he's going to change gonna it, right? Because it. he's, you know, Stephanie is like, I'm not giving you the rematch. You have to actually make Rusev say that he's going to have yeah. the rematch. And you know, Cena has repeatedly confronted Rusev in the back, just saying, "Hey, I know you said you don't want to give me my rematch. That's fine." And then randomly, but, but watch what you say about America. <laughs> that was it. That was the transition. That was like the transition of speech was, I know I'm not going to get my rematch at Mania, but if you say something about the USA, I'm going to come kick your ass anyway. I'm going to come kick your ass. And then he did. And so then Rusev went said out something. Beat, <laughs> you did done do it. You he, said it. Damn it. You said it. He beat Jack Swagger or something for the 18th time. And, yeah. And then something you know, about America's America. lazy. And then here comes John Cena. And John Cena. Somehow, whenever when John Cena's not in a match, he's able to put you in his his fake you know, SCF. submission hold. Uh, 
STF. So and, he uh, puts it. He puts Rusev in it for three three times. Uh, the third yes. time, Rusev taps out. Yeah. And on the outside, you have Pitch Perfect Lana going, "Stop it! Stop it, John! <laughs> Let him go, John!" Is he Asian? Now? Okay. <laughs> uh, Russia's in Asia. You shut your mouth. Is it? <laughs> It's okay. Let him go, John. <laughs> Let him go. Okay. You have a match. Dress you up like Okay. Asian. You have it for the U.S. title. And that's what breaks it. He's like, okay. He did, the US he did title John match. Cena sit up God. thing. He did. Yeah, he just sprung back up and sat there like a doll. Like, meh. Yay. I got my match God. for the U.S. title. That'll, that'll be my bathroom break, by the way. <laughs> that match. I feel like there's other bathroom break matches. I'll probably be having a lot of them. <laughs> We finally, <laughs> we finally got the, uh, we finally got the fallout with, um, with uh, Randy Orton. Yes, and, and I went Seth back Rollins. and watched that as well. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. what I really wanted to touch on here. On uh, the beginning of Raw, they had the big thing where, uh, where they, they kind of had a little Randy Orton appreciation thing going on. Yep. And uh, and Randy kind of talked crap to everybody, and then was like, "I'm just kidding, guys." Just kidding. And then it was a, a two on one match: Randy Orton and Seth Rollins against Roman Reigns. Yeah. And as uh, Roman Reigns was beating the hell out of Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins comes over to Randy Orton for the tag. And, and then drops. Randy Orton puts it and middle finger. Except edited. They did. <laughs> I was going to say, as edited as possible. And by yeah, that. Because on YouTube, he was just going like this. And I was like, I hope he was sticking his middle fingers up. Yeah. And yeah. they edited it. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny what because the entire mean? crowd goes wild and the announcers go emphatically saying no. I'm like, is he though? <laughs> or is he just saying, I quit? So I'm, uh, he, I surrender. His, his hands were like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's flipping him off. Implied. Oh, my God. So, which, okay. Which was which was pretty cool. The The end of the match, like the end of the night beatdown went way, way long. Too long. Yeah. Way too long. It, I it, didn't like it. it I, didn't, I didn't either. As Sorry. much as I love me some Randy Orton, you know that. But you could have easily just had the match go on and then just, Afterwards have, or something. just have Randy, you know, Easily do just a you know RKO. an RKO, bam, done, walk and then off. walk out. But even even so, you know, two RKO, RKO him on the steps, and then and, RKO, and then yeah, get on the yeah. Um, you know how we talked back at you know after Survivor Series and at the end of the year, how we were like, man, they pulled that way too soon. Uh huh. They did it again. Yeah, because this was way too soon. Yeah, we okay. Were, we were talking about. We were talking <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago. I was like, yeah. I like this because they're kind of slow burning it. And now they and just put like, the damn thing on fire. Yeah, they 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 they, it's like, they stomped it's on like it. They nothing, lit on fire. They, they stomped nothing, on nothing, it. Nothing, 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 nothing. Arcade out of nowhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and everything. And I do mean. Yeah. Every. Everything. Thing. Uh-huh. Like in the crowd, in the crowd on the ramp, smashing him. DDTs off of the freaking off the, thing. The railing, yeah. And, Everything. It uh-huh. couldn't have just been like a you know one two pull them off RKO and a show. No, this had to be a ten to fifteen minute walk around the arena and the announcers searching for something to say other than boy, this is revenge from back when you he put him out. <laughs> there's there's a good there's a good probably three and the reason why it feels so long is that they're not saying a whole lot they're, and you're yeah. just hearing Randy Orton say you thought I wouldn't you thought I'd forget about this you thought I'd just come back to the authority and. You can't just let guys just riff like that for five, ten yeah. minutes. Yeah. Because they just run out of stuff to say. You know, sometimes you say more with less. Yeah. Uh, and absolutely. that was absolutely the case here. Yeah. They should have just had him do a couple of RKOs, a DDT or something, just to get the point across and then and then leave. And then really, they shouldn't have done it at all. 
<laughs> they should have just like had him maybe quote unquote accidentally cost the match or something Truth. happens. Just keep it going. Just yeah. just, just another, another week. Another, another week. Just another An- week. I the way agree the match, with you. Having the way the match the way it ended, just ending it there. Yeah. Like yeah. that would have been fine, and then just teasing it some more. It's like, hey, Randy backed off on the tag. Because what didn't the hell, he? Didn't man? he? Uh, didn't he deck J and J, which got them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which got them kicked out of ringside or something like that, uh-huh. or yeah, so he he decked J and J, and then Seth Rollins goes, "You guys are getting in the way. Just go back there." Yeah. Okay. That would have been fine to kind of set up more of like a dissension in the ranks. Sure. Yeah. Just keep it one more fucking week. They, they just don't know. <laughs> they don't know how to just take their time with something. No. No. They're like, oh, we better build this in two weeks. It's like you've been building it for four months, honestly, yeah. four yeah. or five months, and then they just. Shat it all out. I mean, I, I love having him back, but yeah, no, that was just that was it was, awkward it was too done. it was the little just a little too soon and way too much. Yeah, absolutely. way too much. Um, they're really panicking. With yeah, the way they, they're booking. This. They are as well, especially with this leading up yeah. to WrestleMania, and they're not just panicking with the match. They are trying so hard to make this WrestleMania. They're trying so hard to put something of value onto this show <laughs> to make it seem like there's something worth something here. And I'm gonna feel really bad in a way saying this. Um, but this is something I kind of feel like from my heart I've got to say. Okay. Now, we're talking about the Hall of Fame inductions and stuff, yep. and they've, they've announced some of the you know the, the honorees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alundra Blaze, I think, was the latest yeah. that yeah. they said they're going to yeah, go absolutely. ahead and throw in. Mm-hmm. You know, on, on the heels of this, give Divas a chance. Yeah. We're throwing yeah. her in. Um, but then they've also announced the recipient of the first recipient. Oh, the Warrior of the Warrior, Warrior, Warrior yeah. Award. Con- Connor the Crusher. Connor the Crusher. Which I think is a gorgeous story. It's a yeah. great story, you know. I God bless this kid. Yeah. You know, his his fight with what what was it, cancer? Yeah. He he yeah. passed away Le- last year. Or something like yes. that? From uh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. cancer. Um and they're honoring him with the Warrior Award. Now, I've got split feelings about this. Mm-hmm. I think very, I know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And I'm kinda I'm kinda there with you. There's there's a very cynical side of me that kind of feels like Capitalizing? Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Capitalizing. Yeah. And at, at a time when they feel like their product is floundering and that this makes for a very uh, compassionate human interest story that would kind of bring people in. And, and it almost feels like, well, guys, come on, look at what we're doing. Yeah. Look, look how great. Look at how great what we're doing is. I've, that and also capitalizing on the memory of, of, of the warrior. warrior. Sure. You know, like. But then you knew they were going to do that at some point. Right. Um. I don't have much of, as much of a problem with it, but I just I don't necessarily think it's to draw and bring in attention to Mania because the award itself, the whole Hall of Fame thing, doesn't actually have to do with the like. There's not not going to be any storyline buildup at there, this there Hall are, of Fame there, there event. Already, there, there already is though. Like they've already taken time from their shows and talked about Connor, which is this is this is fine. You know, here's what I'm I'm not trying to say like we shouldn't tell this kid's story yeah. because it's it's an interesting story. You know, it's a touching story about this little boy. I just also at the same time kind of there's a part it's hard for me to put into words. There's a part of it that feels kind of we need it has to do a, this. It hard it has a dirty marketing spin to it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's I'm right there with you. Yeah. Like, I get it and, as far and, as that like, goes. Is Connor's Cure like is it an organization they started or is it just their their merch line that they're chilling on the website? No, no, no. It's an actual organization is that it? the parents started. But, but why don't they promote the actual organization instead of hey look at the bracelet i bought on your website that's all stephanie mcmahon tweets mm-hmm. is retweets of people saying hey i just bought this bracelet mm-hmm. like show some more stories of kids with cancer yeah. or something like yeah. that yeah no i get that mm-hmm. absolutely 
Yeah. Because I think, and not to sound like a jerk, but we've heard the Connor story a lot now. Mm-hmm. And, like, it sucks. It's it's a terrible story. And it's a great, like, on paper, it's a great thing. But just, like, the way they're handling it, it's mm-hmm. just kind of, like. Kind of feels a little skeevy. Yeah. It feels a little, yeah. It feels a little skeevy, mm-hmm. and and on different levels. And and I don't think there's anybody. I don't think there's anyone that feels like you shouldn't share this story. Right. I just feel like the timing of it, and and now kind of putting a, a an, an award to it now, and it, it just. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I know. I know it's hard to put into words, but I think I get where you're going and saying mm-hmm. was the, the whole thing I meant about like no storyline buildup. It's not like it's. I don't think people that watch the Hall of Fame thing, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to turn into mania and be any more interested in it. Gotcha. You know? That's yeah. what I mean. Like, promoting Connor and the Q, promoting Connor and the Cure and stuff is not is not going to draw any additional buys for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I mean. In terms of a marketing thing, I think yeah. that's that's where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. But I get what you're saying yeah. <laughs> entirely. I just, I just wish they would... Like tell more stories of other kids. Yeah, sure. Of, of, yeah. Just branch out. Yeah. Like I don't. I hate being the guy that's like, well, what's so special about this kid and not any of the other kids? Like, because it's so cynical and it sounds so terrible. But I'm just like, you're not really promoting anything about the organization. You're mm-hmm. just promoting your Yourself. that you have that you're a good you have person. stuff for Connor's Cure on your website and yeah. it's just merchandise. Yeah. Um. The the other thing that was weird, and it, I'm I'm. Trying to take like bring back some levity to this. I got you, please. After they showed that video package, they showed a random guy and a random kid. Random dad with a random kid did not explain that kid whatsoever. Was, was that not his? Like, were they not related to Connor in some way? Did, or did they say it? No, they didn't say anything. Yeah, I, nope. Here's a video package. Here's a dad with a kid who may or may not have cancer because you know he doesn't have any hair. Yeah. Saying, but wave hi to the camera. Kid didn't kid know. Didn't know. And then nobody knew why they showed that parent and kid. You're yeah. like, okay. I didn't know because Connor's was, dead. I didn't know. And if it maybe, ain't him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if it was or not. I thought it's maybe not, was, it was, like, was that so old footage of Connor right. or but no? That was a live shot. Okay. So it was just okay. God, Awkward was, shot of nobody related to yeah, anybody that makes, here. That makes that that makes that even worse. Um, <laughs> that's that's also. Good. I kind of and not to get off point, but I relate it to. Punk said this on the podcast when he was telling the story of how he left and everything, but it's like you never hear about the rest of us that did make a wish foundation. Oh yeah. Because like, it was all about John Cena. Yeah. He was like they're just like he was explaining it as, Hey, look what John Cena's doing and he was just like, What about the rest of us that are mm-hmm. doing it just as much as John Cena? Yeah. Yeah. It becomes very centralized yeah, on one yeah, person. It's, it's just it's all it's it's like the biggest the of the day, backhanded all, compliments. At the end of the day, it's you know, their own gain, which yeah. I don't want. I hate accusing people of, but it's just like, what else are you supposed to think? Right, yeah. the way they do things. So, so give divas a chance. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got the, the Paige big, and Bella, Paige and Bella thing. Yeah, the the Bella twins versus Paige and AJ. Talk about a slow burning feud. I mean, this is this is slow burning. It's been going on. They can't. I mean, they they launched the return of AJ at the right time. I think. Um, in, it, but does was, it was it at the right time? I feel like it was. I yeah. mean, it wasn't rushed. It wasn't like Randy Orton rush, you know. Yeah. I mean, because the Bellas have been torturing Paige for a decent amount of time. Yeah. They have been running kind of rough shot over the Divas division. Nikki's had that belt for God knows how long. Um, but I don't know if they need to. I mean, why? Why is this a tag match? Why? Why aren't we bringing the title into this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing is about the title. Uh-huh. Like the like AJ is upset because the Bellas like aren't 
respecting the title enough, you know, and and bullying the entire division. But why isn't this about well, this is now a tag? Match. I feel you like can, it, you I feel can like still it make a, it a tag match, it, and whoever gets the pin gets the belt. I feel like it should be a love four-way. those matches. By the yeah, way, those I feel like it should be a four way. I should, I think so too. With both Bellas fighting for the belt. Yeah. And and you know AJ and uh, and Page that'd be great. I think that puts a, a, a fun little dynamic. I on think it. it would work as a tag match too because whoever gets the pin, their partners gonna be like, no, I want it. Yeah, yeah. So it works. So but if that's not what they're doing, yeah. I just think in in terms of the story and all that good stuff, like I like the journey. I don't like the end result. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, I like the end result. I didn't like the journey that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, I, I I'm with you 100 percent on that. Yeah. Uh. So okay, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. Are they doing the the, the what the eight man tag match? Oh, that's or so, right. are, they, are they doing that at Mania, or is that going to be on Raw? I know. I know they about were it. they were teasing that this past week, and I can't remember for what. I'm not sure because I don't I don't remember them playing a prominent role on Raw. Okay, at I think, all. or maybe it was on SmackDown. God, I can't remember. SmackDown. Jesus. Yeah, all, I'm sorry. It's because it's, it's all running together. It's yeah. running together because <laughs> it's 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 not necessarily the best, most standout programming. No. You know, nothing is standing out. Is like I remember. Oh no, this that one. happened on SmackDown. Okay. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> no, it's yeah, okay. that's right. It was a match on SmackDown. It yeah. was uh, it was the uh, uh, Usos the and Usos <laughs> and uh, the El Torito. Oh God, they're still why bringing. Is, why is he still around? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, they already they did that. They okay. they did that. It wasn't a championship. match. Okay, so. that's good. Uh, but we still I, don't know who they're fighting for the championship. Yeah. No, that's that's right. Eh. One, and one of the other things I went back and watched, the the really weird Sting voiceover that wasn't was that wasn't was or, Sting. Yeah, no. that wasn't that was Sting. Really weird. That was like Sting talking through one of the microphones that alters your voice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was, I am Sting. It was so weird. Like, why did you do that? It was like it was. That was just weird as hell. Because anybody that's watched it for as long as people that know who Sting are have it, been, it, it they sounded, know that's not Sting. It sounded more like The Undertaker <laughs> than it did Sting. It did. Yeah. It did. And just, I mean, I was okay with the words, you know, like what yeah. was actually said. Uh-huh. But the entirety, entire cartoonishness of that entire of that yeah, voice was, was just, I can't take this seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I really just I can't. I still think I, it's going to be a good match. But I'm just, oh, sure. Oof, oof. But that ruined it. Yeah. Absolutely ruined it. Love the story that was told with the video package, by the way. The whole Avenger thing, you know? Made yeah. remind us when we wanted to try doing that with you at MPX. <laughs> the, the MPX Aven- Avenger. Yeah. And then they just called me at one week with no reason to call me that. <laughs> yeah. I just won a match. It's like, the winner, the MPX. I was like, when did that happen? <laughs> but okay. But still, I like the idea of Sting being the Avenger. I love the idea of him coming back and being like, I've wanted to stop you for 14 years, and I haven't done anything with my life for 14 years. <laughs> Plotting this. So I'll tell you what I didn't do. Wrestle at another organization. <laughs> Absolutely not. Did not become the flagstone what? cornerstone of that organization what? and get become the first inductee into that organization's Hall of Fame. Nope, didn't do that. Well, I was fighting like <laughs> 10 second main events against Jeff Hardy. Oh, God. Who also because didn't exist, by the way. Mind. Who yes. also didn't exist. <laughs> I definitely didn't try to be the Joker there for a little bit. So that's, what, that's for sure. So Sting, what you're saying is you spent 14 years on drugs what, what are we <laughs> living saying? a life I, that I didn't really, exist i need to ask a very serious question okay. about that and this has nothing to do with wrestlemania this has everything to do with sting what do we say about a wrestling talent who is really great at the athleticism he's a good athlete yeah but as far as coming up with a gimmick he does nothing but steal what he sees on tv i was gonna say how like nobody ever like except for the first like month or two that he did it nobody brings up the fact that it was the fucking crow he's yeah. wait, wait his first he was blade runner flash yeah so he was blade right. runner blade runner flash, sting, right? yeah. then sting and right. then like the crow 
with this dude had like <laughs> no creativity whatsoever when it came up with like when he was coming up with his own like personas and stuff. What? How did this guy become one of the biggest dudes? I don't know. Because <laughs> he made people look really good when he was in the ring. With yeah, him. that's yeah. it, man. I guess this. I mean, at, memorable matches. How old and is stuff? he now? 56? Fifty six. Fifty something, man. God. So at at fifty at fifty three. And he was still the best person on the TNA roster. That says something. Yeah. Wow. That says something about TNA. Yeah. Nothing against Sting. I love him. But. <laughs> and he wasn't really the best hype man. No. I went, I went back and watched the video where he brought out the, the Shockmaster. <laughs> and like that that promo, just uh, even leading yeah, up to even Shockmaster. Though, even, even if Shockmaster hadn't tripped over his own fat feet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, just Sting and British Bulldog are doing like a horrible job. Yeah, that job. whole thing was a mess, though. Yeah. Like it was just everyone screaming over each other. <laughs> Bulldog wasn't exactly the best hype man either, no. by the way. And I remember when they, I, I was watching No Mercy from like 99 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Where, where uh, like when Bulldog. When he was wrestling in jeans. Yeah. When Bulldog stopped being British and uh -huh. just was Bulldog and had gotten rock bottomed into poop. God. And all of his promos and stuff were just like, I'm an angry man, and I'm angry. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, well, that's it. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's, and as a, as a theater guy, just watching, even watching that, that Shockmaster promo before he comes out, like the, as a theater guy, I'm like, cheat to the camera. Why are there eight guys with their backs to the camera right now, and you're all screaming because at each other? Because the camera's not supposed to exist. supposed to be a realistic conversation. They just happen to catch on film. Duh! <laughs> <laughs> What don't you get about that? <laughs> Every time that they say, oh, a, we have this backstage right now, and everybody's kind of facing the camera, so unrealistic, man. As a producer, <laughs> I want you, I want the audience to see the product. I think I've watched Shockmaster a hundred times, and I've laughed every time. <laughs> every, well, of course. Every time. You find something new, like after he trips, <laughs> and, the and you, just hear, you just hear Flair go, oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I like that. It's it's when the voiceover when starts. When Arn Anderson's backstage and you go, did he fall? <laughs> <laughs> All this to say, nowadays, they just don't which, make them like they used which, to. <laughs> which leads to the purchase of my favorite shirt that I own, the picture of the Shockmaster that says, I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Uh, Barbershopwindow.com. That's right. Unofficial sponsor of the Most Valuable Podcast. My God, I wish they would do stuff like that more. Oh. Yeah. Instead, we have our truth taking belts, so <laughs> we'll take what we can get, I guess. Yeah. I love that he's like scared of heights. He keeps talking about like, I don't think I want to oh climb my God. a ladder. That was, that was the best exchange between him and JBL. It's like, you got to get to the top of the ladder. That's still in negotiations, actually. <laughs> that he's it's, it's not. It's a ladder match. Yeah, we're going to see about that ladder part, actually. He's like, like maybe we're going to get a footstool, which... Um, uh, I would like to say that uh, my apartment wrestling federation that I did back in 1998 with a bunch of my friends, um, we did the first footstool match, yes! ladies and gentlemen. It's outstanding. Uh, in your so face, dangerous. we LC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'd just like to say, if they did that, um, yeah. they owe us some money. By the way, when when the housewarming happens, can we go ahead and just do like matches in there? Is that okay? <laughs> can you just film the housewarming party and Danny and I will beat the crap out of each other? Except he'll really just beat the crap out of me because sure. you know. <laughs> sure, and there's a pool like right outside my window, so Perfect. if you want to just like toss each other out, the like pool. that Australian kid that sounded like Moss from IT Crowd was doing all those moves on his girl, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Excuse me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Outstanding. It, what oh, else man. is happening? What else is going to happen at this WrestleMania? I don't. I don't it's, think they've announced. It's literally the else. worst buildup for a WrestleMania. It really ever. is. It's and I'm so happy to host it. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so happy to host the worst WrestleMania in the past. It's going to be the years. worst Mania ever, and we're just going to be like, "Way to go, Joe!" <laughs> God, house warming party, more like house chilling party. It's all my fault. This is terrible. I'm going to write them a very sternly worded letter. Dear you WWE. ruined my housewarming party. <laughs> you ruined my housewarming party with your horrible product. <laughs> I will but say, thank you for the IC title match because right. that was fun. I will say that I'm very proud of the people that decide what goes on Hulu. I'm very proud that they didn't put Wiz Khalifa on there. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm. I'm, I'm glad I missed Wiz Khalifa. Yes. Thanks, I'm New York. scared of who the uh, musical talenty person is supposed to be at uh, at Mania. Oh God, I don't know. I have. Is there going to be one? I mean, isn't there always? There's there? always. Yeah, was there, there always last is. year? Who was last year? Pitbull, or was, was that the year before? I thought it was Florida last Florida year. Florida was like three. Florida years Florida did it two years. He, he did, did it three years, years ago and last year, and then in between, then they had um, the, the Machine Gun Kelly. I remember that. He did the one where Miz was the uh, Miz stop, was the main event. When did it stop being like Motorhead and stuff? When like I liked Motorhead. When, <laughs> I liked when, when the when the bands. entrance theme stopped having words. Yeah. <laughs> right. We have so many entrance themes with words. Not anymore. Yeah. Randy Ambrose Orton's got it. Uh, Ambrose Triple Rollins has it. Reigns. Okay, <laughs> you just named the Shield. I did. <laughs> and they didn't either. But, I mean, are you really going to pay the for Miz, somebody? The Miz has words in his song. Yeah, but they those guys also do the Dolph theme songs Ziggler. for five yeah, other people. They do, they do the same. That's the same band. Oh, is it the same band? It's the same band. So there's there's Damn definitely it. that part of it. But, I mean, are you really going to pay? Is it the band that's got the dollar sign in there? Eric Rowan. Kesha? No, it's... <laughs> Kesha. <laughs> yes, Kesha. Oh, you know what would be great? If we had a live performance of Ryback's song. <laughs> or Eric Rowan. Feed Rowan's. me Eric more. Rowan's. Or Eric yeah, Rowan's right? song. Or give, so, give scene of the... <laughs> give scene of the mic. Yes. Have him rap through yes. it with yes. uh, like he used Mark to do. Moneymaker. Yeah. Our truth sings his own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Live musical performance, actually, of the band that does Seamus's song. There Why you not? Go. It's yeah. a shameful thing. Lobster head. <laughs> too many limes. Too many limes. <laughs> I love this. I love this idea. Instead of just wrestling, we just have the just have the wrestlers come out and, and play like, their own play music. Their own, no, their here's own an stuff. idea. Bring a band out, have them make their own words to the music with the that doesn't have any words. That's that's <laughs> Motorhead. <laughs> that was it. They were like, this song kind of sounds like you. Can you come out and just put some words to it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it's all about the game and how <laughs> you play it. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Hell, that's that's what they did with freaking Ryback song. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, so are they straight up taking from like CM Punk with Ryback where he's like, wake up, it's feeding time? Oh, no. And CM Punk did the wake up, it's clobbering time, or what time is it? Uh, yeah, he just did the what, it's clobbering what, time. What yeah, because they never, they never really played off of CM Punk doing No, that. the whole, the whole feeding thing. time thing is just because he's a hungry man, apparently, and he okay. eats bad feelings, right? That's what he eats? Something like that. He said he eats negativity. That's right. Ryback eats negativity. What did I see? Was it a YouTube video of him leaving an arena once? And he was like, you guys boo John Cena? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a fast lane or something. People were like, you boo, you boo John Cena? Good. And he drove off. <laughs> That's good. I was like, wow. <laughs> good for you, Ryback. Eat negativity. <laughs> God. But keep booing Cena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't give me any negativity. Weren't you, but... on, weren't you on his team? <laughs> Feed me more. Feed me oh. more. Are the, you, think, you think at WrestleMania they're going to stop with the whole, do uh, you think they're going to finally disband Ryback, Ziggler, and... Uh, and Don't Rowan, they like, have to because they're. Are they going to stop like hanging out with each other? Oh, that. Um, no. 
<laughs> I think we're still going to have the Team Cena versus Team Authority people over and over. Remember and two over. years ago when we were a team? We're still friends. Okay, <laughs> Kane and Big Show. They had their, their, their meltdown this past week. And, uh, and Stephanie kicked them out of the arena. Yep. What do you think is going to happen there? They're in the on, they're in the Andre Battle Royal, aren't they? Yeah. There That's go. what's going to happen. They eliminate each other and fight. They th- they trade mm, uh, they trade right hands and nobody realizes that the Big Show's right hand should probably have not came out five times in a row. <laughs> All right, I give up. I yeah. give up. Ryback right, right eliminates them both, and then Curtis Axel eliminates Ryback and wins. That's my prediction. I'm predicting Axel no, to win. Somebody hides <laughs> under the ring and then throws Axel she- out. Sheamus does. <laughs> That's it. Sheamus is going to win like three matches at Curtis WrestleMania. Freaking <laughs> Axel, man. I don't know. They're. I feel like they're just going to say, "Yeah, let's give it to Axel." Sure. Because it did so seen much what for Cesaro. I am not about to predict anything yet. I'm not <laughs> Have you seen what they do now? Curtis Curtis Axel's entrance screen. Yeah, is it a has clock. the countdown. Yeah, <laughs> the countdown it, of how long he's not been eliminated. Yeah, and the the most recent one on Raw, it said on the bottom, adjusted for daylight savings time. <laughs> but wait a minute, what happened with like the next that next Raw when he came out and Dean Ambrose threw him over the top rope <laughs> and said, "Now you've been You're eliminated." You're not supposed to remember that, oh. Joe. My bad. You're forgetting how WWE works. <laughs> Here's your men in black. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, what are we talking Welcome about? Welcome to the, the most valuable podcast, MVP. <laughs> I'm engaged, everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, you're moving in. How is all that? <laughs> it's all right. You know when you go to the dark recesses of your closet and, <laughs> and you, you just stuff? start rocking back and forth? I do that with jerseys I used to own. I'm like, why do I have this? Dude, Terry Tate, office linebacker. <laughs> eBay, you go. Can we stop the show now? <laughs> We're done. We're done. Good luck. Good luck. We're like 20 minutes over. Oh, my God. Over. It's a podcast, baby. I Nobody mean, t- we've given you an extra 20 minutes. That's we right. We have no time. Bonus, bonus content. Feel free to have turned this off at any time. Just kidding. We love you. Thank you for listening. This has been the most valuable podcast, and boy, does it feel valuable. For Joe It's over definitely there. a podcast. It is. It is. Def- and it is most. Mostly most, a podcast. Yes. <laughs> so and it's fun. most potty. <laughs> Follow the show at MVP Next <laughs> Wave. Listen to all the fantastic shows on the Next Wave Radio Network. Subscribe to all of them <laughs> I, on iTunes. Follow Joe at Next Wave Joe. Follow Danny, the newly engaged man at Center Stage DS. And of course, we're leaving you with Danny's final line. We're probably getting taken like What, 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 what? We like sports and we don't care who knows. From the pregame jokes to the wrap up show. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Throw me the baseball. Now toss me the pigskin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fing gold.